Okay, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perak Nunvav, Pasuk Aleph, Koamar Hashem, Shimru Mishpah. So again, we have a Nevoah directed in Yeshayahu's time to Am Yisrael as to the steps they must take to make themselves worthy of Moshiach. And it is a two-step process. As Radak says, there are things that must be imparted to them, bein adam lechavero, and then bein adam lamakom, first between man and his fellow man, man and the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So we begin with Pasuk Aleph, Koamar Hashem. In dealing with adam lechavero, two things, shimru mishpat, Va'asu staka ki krova Yeshua si lavo v'tzika si lehigalo. Shimru mishpat, guard justice, literally. And what the Mephoshim say is be careful not to infringe on your fellow man's property rights, on his civil rights, uh, on fairness to him. And two, va'asu staka means just what it says. Be righteous to others in stalker. Give stalker. Um, and Baba Basra, Daf Yud Amudah in the Masechta, Daf Yud Amud Aleph, says it explicitly. Gedola stalker shemekareves es hagaula. Simple. Stalker is so great that it will hasten the geula that we're talking about, the messianic age. You need to go have nothing more um, specific than that on the power of stalker. Now the Navi will turn to the relationship between Adam la Makom, and he does it solely within the context of one mitzvah, one mitzvah that will bring the geula, and that is the keeping of Shabbos. And you cannot overestimate, as we will see, the significance that Shabbos has in the penalty of mitzvos, in the life of the individual Jew, in its power, in its different spiritual levels. So we begin with Ashrei Enosh Yasezos, that happy will be the person who does, who keeps the Shabbos, Uben Adam Yachsikbo, and Ben Adam will seize on to it. So we're saying that each person internalizes Shabbos really according to his level, according to his ability. Enosh is a simple individual. Yasezos, all he has to do is do it. Just follow it. Uben um, Adam, a person who observes it on a higher spiritual level, Yachsikbo, um, will seize it. It's a much stronger verb. Shomer Shabbos Mechalolo, one who guards Shabbos from being desecrated. Shomer Yado Masos Korah, and watches his hand. It prevents it from doing all kinds of evil. So what we're saying, that the keeping of Shabbos 
is really the sine qua non, the primary mitzvah of being a Jew. Uh, the flip side of that is that failure to keep it causes the national calamities we have had. Mesechta Shabbos, Kuf Yutes Amit Beis, and I quote, Lo charva Yerushalayim ela b'shvil ha-Shabbos. The reason Yerushalayim fell is that they failed to observe the Shabbos. And conversely, you observe the Shabbos, Geula will be brought closer. So we say that happy is the man that keeps it, the simple person just does it, and the one who attains a higher level will seize it. His faith will be strengthened. So the benefits of Shabbos, what we're saying, can be enjoyed on different levels, depending on the individual. Shomer Shabbos, he guards the Shabbos, the Mephoshim say, so as not to desecrate, and it keeps his hand from doing any wrong. And Shomer means guarding it, and the Mephoshim say that no other mitzvah we have has the rabbinical Shfusos, the little guards, the clarifications, the uh, protective points, as does the Shabbos. And Kol HaMishamer Shabbos, says the Gemara in that Masechta Shabbos, the Kufiyot Ches, Kol HaMishamer Shabbos Kehil Chasa. He who keeps the Sabbath according to his halacha, Afilu Oved Avoda Zara. Kedar Enish, even if he has performed Avodah Zorah like in the generation of Enish, Mechalim Lo, he is forgiven. Shenemar Mechalalo, Al Tikri Mechalalo, to desecrate it, Elo Mocherlo. That is how powerful the Shabbos is. Uh, and we all know the different agadatos that have grown up in the Shabbos, that if B'nai Yisrael, if every Jew in the world were to keep Shabbos for two consecutive weeks, two the Mashiach would come. We know that it defies time and space. We know that if a person, Gemara says, is stranded on a desert island, let's say, or in a cave, and doesn't know the passage of time, the calendar, what he does is count seven days, and on the seventh day, he makes Shabbos. In other words, it defies time and space. That's how important it is. And so we could go on with this because the Mephoshim are just filled with the responsibilities of Shabbos. One more shakul keneged kol mitzvos kulo. It is weighed against every other mitzvah. It is the balance of the mitzvah. Let in this uh, portion on Shabbos, let us close most appropriately with the words of the Rambam. And I mean close because it is the last halacha in Mishneh Torah on Hilchos Shabbos. And I quote, Seif Tesvav, Hashabbos Avodah Zorah, Kol Achas Mishtachim Shikula Keneged Shar Kol Hamitzvos HaTorah. Each one in the balance 
outweighs every other mitzvah that's in the Torah. Bahashabas hiha os. This is the sign, the eternal sign. Shebein haKadosh Baruch Hu ubineinu laolam, and is between us and the Kadosh Baruch Hu. Lefichach. Therefore, says the Rambam, Kol haOver Oshar haMitzvos harehu bechlal Rasha Yisrael. He's a Rasha. Although Machalel Shabbos before Hesya, one who is Machalel Shabbos publicly, Harei Huka Avoda Zara. Vishneim Kigayim Lachol Divrim. They're not even considered Jewish. Lafiha Mishubach Hanavi, the Navi says right here in our Pasuk, the Omer Ashre Enoshia says those, the King Odom Yachsik Bo Shomer Shabbos Machalel, that Pasuk we just read, the whole Hashomer at Hashabbos Kil Chosa. Umichbada umaniga that honors it, keeps it, has oneg, has true happiness of spirit from it, kifikocho, according to his strength, he is guaranteed schar in this world, even more than the olam haba. Shenemar ozta that says the Ramam. In other words, there is nothing on the priority scale of mitzvos higher than Shabbos. You keep the Shabbos, says Isaiah, you are guaranteed that the gula will come and that you will participate in the gula. Onwards to Pasuk Gimel. Now Yishayahu turns to the righteous non-Jews, the Gerd Sedeh, uh, who fear that the non-Jew feels that he can't even qualify to become Jewish because they lack the ancestral credibility of being a Jew. We know we say every day three times, Elohei Abraham, Elohei Yitzhak, Elohei Yaakov, we trace our ancestry back to the beginning, our Yechus, and he doesn't have it. Second, aside from the Gerzedek, the Novi addresses the Saris. Saris literally means eunuch, but here it means a childless one. And they don't want, the childless one should not say, Hashem will separate me from his people. So we read, don't let the Benecha say, we are nothing to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We're separated from the people. We don't have the pedigree. We don't have the ancestry. And the Saris should not say, I am just a withered, dried out tree. And so we try to reassure now both the Saurus and the Gertzedek. And how do we do that? Key, the Navi says, first he speaks to the Saurus. This is what we say to those who are childless. A three-point program. First, as we learn, guard the Shabbos. Choose that which I want, and you can only do that by Torah, knowing what the Kaddish Baruch wants, and also by learning Torah, the third thing, Umachsikim uh, Bevrisi. So, as Shabbosai, 
Uvachu Basher Chafatsti Umachsikim Bevrisi. In other words, the Saurus has a role. And I will give these Sarisim in my house and in my walls, Yod Vashem, a famous expression, a hand and a name told, Mibonim Imibonos, a name greater who is to the Sarisim than sons and daughters. Shame Olam Etenlo I will give him a place that is better than sons and daughters. I will give him an everlasting that will never be cut off. Now, what are we talking about here? That the Saris, by virtue of his sincerity, of his spirituality, will be blessed in a way that surpasses children, that his legacy, his attainment spiritually in Olam Haba will be greater than even if he had children, is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu Yishayahu is saying. And now we turn to the Ger that the Shabbos, again, is the one indispensable element of Torah Judaism, follow that Shabbos, and he will be rewarded. He will be given a bris, a covenant with the Kodesh Baruch Hu Shalom Yikoresh. Ilhar Kodshi, and I will bring them to my holy mountain, uh, and I will make them happy in my house of prayer, says the Kaddish Baruch, a very famous sentence. I will make them rejoice in the house of my worship. By the way, the Mephorshim say, from this see my prayers, you get that the Kaddish Baruch absolutely says Tzvilah. The Gemara says that what he does, blessed his people, will follow that he will not lose his anger uh, at his people, and my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. Uh, we're talking here now not about just the Gertzedek, but all the Amim, and they will do their sacrifices on my Mizbeach. And Olos, we know that a carbon Ola, truthfully, a non Jew can bring, but Zivachim bringing a chatas or a shlamim or the Korban Pesach, the guy cannot bring. But this, I am saying, they will come, they will be part of the Jewish people. It will be to all the peoples of the world. Now, uh, these psukim are the final words of that parrot we learned that we read on uh, Tanis Tzibur, the Yorosh Hashem. Now these last, Nom Hashem, Mechabes Yisrael, Od Akabes Alav Lenit I will gather the dispersed of Israel, I will gather others to the Kaddish Baruch to answer with his ingathered ones. We know, by the way, that there is a tradition in Agadita that after Gog and Magog, after the real arrival of the Mashiach, Ein Metablin Gerim Limos HaMashiach, 
so that we will not fully accept the ger, but now, in that interim time and in the phases of Mashiach, there will be an acceptance of the Goyim, and if they keep the Sheva Mitzvot B'nai Noah, they are part of the Jewish people, although not considered full-fledged converts. Now, it's a shame that the Novi will close on a lacerating, eviscerating, just critique of B'nai Yisrael. So severe are these last forps of him that they are not included in that Tanis Sibur in the Haftarah. The Chachamim have deleted them for the very practical reason that even though it's a Tanis Sibur, that's Kapara, introspection, suffering, you don't want to leave B'nai Yisrael on, to put it in the vernacular, a downer. Because what we're saying here is they're still going to be Rishon. They're going to be terrible Rishon. And the metaphors used here are non-relenting. They're, it's, it's severe. Let's plunge into it. Kol chayoso sodeb esu le'echol kol chayoso bayar. All the animals of the field will come to eat all the animals of the woods. This means that the uncultivated animals that live in the woods, the wild animals who have lost or analogized to have lost the opportunity to do the mitzvahs, to recognize the godless of Hashem, will be destroyed by those civilized, quote, close quote, animals that are domesticated. They will physically destroy them. Continues. Sofav, Ivrim, Kulam Loyodu, Kulam Kulavim, Ilamim. These are the false prophets, the so called leaders of B'nai Yisrael. It seems so from Ivrim, they're blind. They don't know the law, they don't know the justice. Um, they, are, they have misled the people, they have failed to take it in. Moreover, Kulam Loyodu, Kulam Klavim, Ilamim. There are dumb dogs. That's exactly what it means. The dogs, lo yuchul and boach, they can't bark, they can't communicate. They can't warn. They just want to sleep. They like napping. And it gets worse. And these dogs of an impudent spirit, they will never be satiated. Because, and these, he sarcastically, these dumb, blinded, ignorant animals, these are the leaders. Moreover, they worse, they do not have any understanding. All of them turn to their own ways. What does that mean? to his own prophet. They are corrupt. They get their followers by soliciting and, and do things by soliciting bribes. Each one has a profit center in his own leadership. And in the all of them turn to the and and, and it's a corrupt leaderless system. 
So not only are they incapable of being Jewish leaders, they're extortionists, they're shakedown artists. Each has their own self-interest and only his financial profit. And finally, Yud Beis. Yud Beis is totally sarcastic. It is Yishayahu speaking in the voices of these false, corrupt, venal prophets. And he's saying to the people, Esio, come. I will get you wine and let us drink intoxicating drink, is the, uh, the uh, Radak and Rashi says that what they would do is bribe the people here, like bread and circuses. Here's wine, I'm giving you wine, intoxicating drink, and more than that, there'll be even more wine more intoxication, more bribery tomorrow. They are hopeless, helpless, and the root of the destruction of B'nai Yisrael. And you can conclude, so understated, we are still very far away with this kind of leadership from the Geula. And so often, tomorrow, we go back to words of Nechama, 8.45 a.m.